today, I just want to kind of challenge uh, your thinking and your mind this morning. Um, of course, you guys all have heard of the news recent lately with the overturning of Roe versus Wade. What a, a victory for the kingdom of God. Um, it's truly a blessing to see that, um, you know, we shouldn't have been there in the first place, but thank God that we're getting back ground. Um, I believe that uh, we have lost home field advantage as the church, but God wants to restore that, right? And it, and it starts with you and I making that commitment. So today, uh, I'm dealing with uh, two type of believers in this church, uh, one that's just one person or believer who just believes, and then that's the serious believer, the one who takes his Christian walk very seriously. Today, I want to speak to both of you guys. And the goal is to activate your faith to the point to where you are advancing the kingdom of God. So here's Jesus in Matthew chapter 5. You know, Jesus was cold-blooded. Nobody better than him in regards to his preaching, uh, his style, right? Uh, he, had a, he had a way with words to encourage the church and, and encourage his disciples. And, and, and the goal is to understand our mission in the earth. You guys know that God did, didn't just save us just for us to go to heaven, but there's a responsibility that he called us to while we're living, right? Not just to eat crawfish and rice fest, right? I mean, I mean that's part of some of the things that we do, right? But, but there's a mission vision that God has called us. So Jesus has to remind the church, like I'm going to remind you here today. Now, my message may seem to be very serious but it's not it's it's activation it's to build a relevance understanding of what we should be doing in the earth so here's this conversation that we're going to pick up on in Matthew chapter 5 verse 13 and I want you to see here Jesus was telling the church uh, telling the believers at the time and he said in Matthew 5 verse 13 I believe it's going to be on the screen he said he says you are the salt of the earth but what good is salt if it has lost its flavor? Now, I'm not the smartest guy in the room, not the smartest guy around, but when I see the words, you are, I think he's talking to somebody. So here's Jesus identifying the purpose of what we were created to do in the earth. The word says, you are. Say neighbor. He's talking about you. Yeah, you. All right. So he told them that he said, you are the salt of the earth. Right. And then later in verse 14, 15 and 16, he turned around and tell the church again. He says, you are the light. Right. Of you are the light. Thank you, sir. I was gonna, I was going to get down and pick it, but I'm, I'm a little thick on the, on the outside. I didn't want to tear my tear my pants. Pray for me. All right. Just being being a little honest here. I'm, I'm a real honest preacher, right? All right. So he turns around and tells him that. He said, you are the light. So we have salt and we have light. Everybody understand that? This is Jesus telling you that you are salt and you are light. Now, you know, if I had a, um, a bottle or a can of salt and I, I had any type of food on it, if I put not enough salt, it's not good. If I put too much salt, it's not good. But just enough salt to influence 
the situation, culture, climate that we're in, right? Just enough salt that I can taste it, right? My wife is from Chicago. I'm a Louisiana boy. Uh, when they cook over there, I'm like, man, did y'all put any salt in it? Like, like just any, do y'all know what salt is? Praise the Lord. Amen, right? And, and, uh, but, but then when you put too much salt, it overpowers it. In this culture climate that we're in, talking about the state of the church, the church is not, it's not salty enough or not salty at all. So the person on the side of uh, the streets saying, you're going to go to hell if you continue to commit abortion. You gay people are going to hell. Repent, turn. Would you agree that that's too much salt? Say, neighbor, he too salty. Now, if y'all don't talk to me, I'm just going to leave right now. I'm just going to get in my car and just take off. All right? I need y'all to talk to me, right? All right? So he's, he was too salty because how much effect do you think he's having with that sign? Right? So the believer has to be just enough to influence the culture. All right? So let, let's go a little closer. Influence your family, your church, your environment. Heck, we in Eunice. Influence Eunice. Start right here applying just enough salt to change the game. Jesus said, I want to remind you that when, when you are not doing your job, you're no good. He's, the Bible says, he said, it's better to take that salt, throw it under somebody's feet, and for them to step on it. But he says, in this culture, climate, the state of the church should be influencing the culture. We are influencers. Do you, do you know that about yourself, you and I, that we don't just have the word of God for no reason? The word of God is powerful. It's designed for us to change the atmosphere, the climate. It's designed for us to break things down, right? Then he says, not only are you the salt, but you are also the light. Now, Jesus said this thing because he realized we are in a spiritual war. How many of you guys know today that we are in a spiritual war? If you don't know that you're in a fight, by the time I leave you today, you're going to want to fight somebody. <laughs> All right? Because we are in a spiritual war where we have to prove to people that it's not okay to kill a baby. Can we pause for the calls one second and say, are we really having this conversation about life? Regardless of how you spin it and I get the story be careful, DK. I get the story of, you know, young girl touched too soon. I get all that, all the arguments. But, you know, in this world, in this fallen nature, things happen, unfortunately. But when do we get the power to determine who lives or dies? But the enemy wrestles through reasoning. He makes you think this is justifiable. But the Bible says no. And that's the line that God's people needs to draw in the sand. Right? Because we are in a spiritual war, and the church has a job to influence that war, influence the culture by being salt and light. Are you following me? Yeah. Now, 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 there are some things happening when, when Jesus told, up, told the disciples that in the conversation, uh, he was setting them apart, right? Because light, salt is a great influencer. Light reveals and exposes darkness, okay? Light reveals darkness and exposes darkness, okay? Now, now, now I, I really don't like the devil. 
I'm sure you guys don't like him neither. Amen. I would hope so, right? But when you look around the world today, you see evil all around. Not long ago, um, shooting in the schools where the church is planning at, 20 murders by gun violence, uh, crime all across America. God, these gas prices. That's right. It's demonic. Because I got to make life decisions at the pump. I don't, I don't want to do that. Are we going to eat today or I'm going to pump some gas? Is it going to be sandwiches or fill up? Okay, right? No, it's, 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 it's real. We, we live it in some times. And, and, and we have to know that it seems like we have lost home field advantage. But somebody, the body asks the question, somebody has a question, what is this world coming to? And my answer is, it's coming to Jesus. It has to get worse before it gets better. But our job is to influence the culture, right? The church job. Now, in Matthew 16, verse 17, uh, some conversations that are happening. Um, Jesus are, is saying some things, and, and he's having a conversation with Peter. He's trying to put inside of Peter what I'm trying to put inside of you, that you guys just don't get up and come to church every Sunday or Bible studies. It's so much more to your life than coming to church on Sunday. Today, you come to get your muscles up, to work out, build your spiritual strength, and then you go out on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and you multiply the kingdom of God. You influence the job, the friends, the social media. Everybody got that? So he's trying to tell Peter who he really is in the conversation. And today, we're still trying to reveal to the world who Christ is because the church has not done a good job, the modern church. And explaining the true Christ. You know what Jesus would have been doing? With the guy holding the sign saying abortions and, and you're going to hell and gays in the climate of uh, gay pride month. All you guys are go to hell. You know what Jesus would have do? Jesus would have take out a table. He'd light a barbecue pit, maybe get a three-pound bag of crawfish, sit everybody down with them, and he would, he would talk with them. He would love on them. He would not judge them because of their look, their, 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 their decision to be deceived. But he would love the hell out of them. Uh, you just cussing church, Pastor. You're cussing. I knew you was a cussing preacher. No, no, stay, st stay tuned. Stay tuned because y'all don't want no trouble up in here. Stay, stay true, right? He would sit down and have that conversation. When I look in my life, I don't want to. I, I, there's times where I say to myself, I don't want to go over there to my family house. All they do is drink and cut up. I said times, I don't want to go there. They, I don't want to go to your cousin's house. They messy. <laughs> Nobody said that in that church? This is a perfect church. I know, right? You got friends. You say, I don't want to go there because there's nothing but trouble. But can I tell you, for a small part of your life, Jesus would go there. Qualified pastor. Well, you know, he was sitting at a table. And they were looking for him. Hey, Jesus, y'all seen where Jesus was? Y'all, Jesus, y'all seen Jesus? Where Jesus at? Y'all see? Well, he over there with them people, them people house. Who people? Them people there. Them people that they got, they playing cards over there. <laughs> them people, he's over there. So they came knock on the door and say, Jesus, do you know who you are sitting down with all of these, these people who are committing murder and abortions and gay people? And he said the question to them. He said, who is my mother and my brother? But the one that sits here with me. He was telling the church what the church should be doing. 
Matthew 16, he told Peter, he, in the questions of who do men say that I am, Peter answered the question, and he said unto him, a flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, right? But the Spirit of God, he told Peter, upon that revelation, the gates of hell would not prevail. Somebody say gates, gates. right? So he told Peter, not the church you go to, not, not shaking Pastor D.K. hand, not high-fiving Josh. He said, not, not going and talk with the Pope. He said, he said, Peter, you know, upon this revelation, the gates of Hades would not prevail. Based upon you knowing who I am, hell can't win. And what he was telling Peter was, I'm not looking for a denomination or organization. I'm, I'm looking for someone who is called out for the mission vision. Y'all better get this. He said, because you know this, Peter, hell can't advance. Then he turned around and told them in Matthew, watch this. He said, now that you know this, I'm going to give you the keys, right? And I'm going to give you the keys. Keys gives you access into gates. And the state of the church have lost identity because God gave us kingdom keys to access hell so hell won't prevail. But the state of the church is, we want peace. Don't bother me, and I ain't going to bother you. You stay over there with that mess. Don't bring that over, y'all. I ain't right. I'm telling you I ain't right. Oh, y'all don't want to talk today. I know. All right. Y'all, that's what we say. Don't come. Long as they're over there, I'm fine. Me and my family, we're going to enjoy our time together. You stay over there. No, he said you have the keys to access hell. I feel like preaching up in here. And, and, and with those keys, watch this. The gates of hell won't prevail. You know, churches that sustain through COVID are churches who have keys. Somebody asked the question to me. He said, Pastor, he said, why in the world would anybody in their right mind plant a church between three nightclubs on a strip of Simcoe where there's shooting all kind of, why, what were you thinking? You could have go down the road. I said, it's the only place I can find all the darkness in the city because I got keys. I'm playing right here. Because with all, regardless to what they're doing, they can't prevail against what we're doing. So the light is going to shine in darkness. Can I get an amen? Can I get a better amen? Right? Now watch this. Peter got that revelation. Peter was excited, still crazy, but excited, all right? He understood he had the ability to overcome based upon that revelation. What revelation, pastor? Who Christ is? Wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on. Let me, let me argue with you guys today because y'all looking at me all sophisticated and stuff. <laughs> all right. Like, wait, wait a minute, the Christ that I know, that I call on when I'm in trouble, that, that Christ, yeah, the Christ that I call on when maybe I don't have enough money, right, and he helps me, yeah, that, that Christ, the Christ who helped me when I'm sick, yeah, that, that, that Christ, the Christ that got me out of a bind, that Christ, that Christ is the Christ you know only in a crisis, but the Christ that Peter knew had the power to advance heaven on earth. Not a Christ that just give you stuff. Help me, Christ. Give me a man. Got a man. Want a man. Got a man. Soul. You got your man. You prayed for a man. 
Not just that Christ, but the Christ that can help you in a time of need, but the same Christ that has a sword to penetrate the kingdom of darkness. The Christ that caused me to get up and come to church every Sunday. The Christ that caused me to hit my knees and pray. The Christ that I know in the morning, the noontime or the day. That Christ where the Bible says every day I walk with him and I know him. The Christ to get you activated to say, I need to start living more for just myself, for other people. So watch this. Today's church, the state of the church, we, we are largely a part of every culture. We have catered our ministries to draw people. Culture. What can we do to get more people in here? I know. I know what we can do. I got a good idea, buddy. Sit down right here. We're going to serve barbecue chicken every Sunday. I mean, I would like that. I would come. You know, I would, <laughs> I would really appreciate that, right? I would come. Right? No, okay, okay, yeah. Oh, I know. We're we going we gonna, we gonna, we gonna to make sure we got the best lights, the best building. Uh, we're going to do everything perfectly right, and we're going to get people to come. And then people start coming. And then that strategy works, but nobody's life has changed. We have done everything to draw people, very little to draw God. And when we have an interest in drawing God, the word says, when he lifts me up, I'm going to draw all men. Today's cultural church say, I'm going to give you the best that I can give you to get you to come, but nobody's going to be changed. They don't know who Christ really is. Christ had a mission and a vision, and he wanted to remind the church that you are to be an invading factor in the earth. Ladies and gentlemen, can I tell you today that, that, that you ought to be causing trouble for the kingdom. You ought to be a troublemaker. Now, I come here to talk some stuff with y'all. God, dog, I'm going to leave out of here quick. But you ought to be a troublemaker for the kingdom. You ought to be ready, fired up to what? Displace hell wherever it's ruling. So, so let, let me slow down because when I preach this, I get excited. I think I, need a, I had a little cough in the back. They must have put a double shot in that thing. I don't know. But, but, but watch this. He told Peter that the gates of hell won't prevail. They will not advance. The church should be, listen to this, an invading force. You ask the question, you said, OAC Church? OAC Jennings? O Harvest and Lafayette? He was not looking for a name on a building but a special called out people who know who he was. The ecclesia, the ecclesia, the called out chosen people, the warrior priesthood who knows who Christ is. When you stand before him, you and I, he ain't going to say if you're Baptist. He ain't going to if you're Catholic. That's, he want to know, do you know who I am? And are you called out? To do a work for me. That people is the people that God is going to keep in the end times. See, people that's going to last the troubles of the day. He, he says, you and I should be an invading force. Now, you guys are thinking, I can tell by the way you're not saying amen. <clears throat> that you are thinking. You and I are called to be an invading force in the earth. Why, pastor? 
He gave you some salt and he gave you some light. Salt to use his influence, light to shine for him. All in a dark place. Are you following me? So the first place we start at, once we come and get equipped, the first place we start at, once we come and get equipped, the first place we start at is we start in our families. We also start in our communities. We start in our schools. We start being an influencer in the spiritual fight that we're fighting today. Now, let me give you this here because it's important to understand. You know this, that on the public scale, Satan, in attempt to stronghold, Satan in attempt to, uh, I, I'm not, not, not just yet. Okay, one more time, you, unless you want me to quit. Okay, all right. I thought, I, you found my notes? Okay. Yeah, amen. I thought I was preaching bad. You want me to, okay, thank you. Hey, amen. You helped me. You saved my life. I was like, man. I ain't coming back to using them, but they got me out of here, okay? Why, why is this? Why is this? So why is this? <clears throat> Satan, John 10 and 10, a demonic stronghold attempting to destroy our nation at a rapid pace, attempting to destroy families, identity. My, my son in middle school, uh, elementary school, they say, Dad, they taught in school that if I feel like being a guy, a boy or a girl, you can. The stronghold starts at that age. Hell is trying to prevail. The, 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 the forces of, of evil is advancing all around of us. And we can't afford to miss or to be paying attention to what's happening around us by saying, well, it has nothing to do with me. With me. There's chaos in the culture because there's chaos in the church. There's chaos in civil law because pastors can't get along with one another. A separation of church and state. Let's go here. I'm, I'm going to run through it quick. I, I'm, I'm, I got to go. But watch this. The church job was supposed to be an invading force. So we would say that, well, we don't want the state infringing upon our religious freedom. You just took God's authority out of what should be running everything. If he's the final authority, he has no separation between church and state. He's the only authority. So because then the culture is invading. The culture is prevailing. So our job is to find hell and displace it. Are you following me? So he told Timothy this. He said this in 2 Timothy 1 and 14. He says, listen. He says, I have given you something through the power of the Holy Spirit that lives within you. He said, I want you to carefully guard the precious truth, truth I have entrusted you with. He told Timothy, I've given you something upon that revelation of who Jesus Christ is, the deposit of the Holy Spirit inside of you. I need you to guard that thing because the culture is out to steal it. That's why they want they wanted God out of schools. 
That's why they want God out of marriages. Does it break your heart, man, that on Father's Day, the only commercial I seen was two men in a bar? You remove God out of it, the culture fails. But God gave us a deposit of the Holy Spirit that he entrusted us with today. I told you this, the church of today in America has developed peace without a sword, which means we take peace, but that's no sword, which means that's no penetration of the day. A sword penetrates, right? <laughs> and God's words penetrates. You can have my peace, but I am bringing my sword. And you may not like what I say. I can say it with love, but I still got my sword. It, it, you may not like the fact that I can't hang out with you no more, but for I have to guard the deposit of God inside of my heart. You understand what I'm saying? I need to make some changes in my life. If I'm going to guard this thing, Timothy, you got to make sure that friends and influences and social media in the world is not bringing you to a place where you're not guarding that deposit. Does that make sense? This is, this is when you separate yourself from being just a believer and a serious believer. Right? So, so watch this. This is important. The church cannot follow the culture. We ought to be influencing the culture. Right. We ought to be we ought to be invading the culture. We ought to be running Satan out, not running from him. Satan has us running. You don't believe it. The church stays away from hard areas and dark areas. We don't go there. We, that. That's this side of town and that side of town. If that's crime on this side of town, all of the light and the salt should go on that side of town. So that we run from it. We need to run to it. We need to look for the devil. Uh, an old preacher said, the reason why the devil is cutting up, you need to look for him. Look for him. Moms and dad, grab themselves phones. About to get real quiet up in here. Watch that. Look at that. See that? See what happened? Satan took my notes. No, no I'm good. No, thank you, brother. See what I said? Cell phone. You see that? Watch this. We ought to be looking for him everywhere that he is. My wife has passwords to my phone, my email, my Instagram, my social security number. <laughs> Bank accounts, checking accounts. We don't, we don't leave any room for the enemy to take place because we're looking for him. That makes sense? So we gather in, in Eunice for the sake of activation and we say, okay, Pastor DK said we ought to be an invading force in the earth. We ought to be trying to find where the devil is and run him out of here. Amen. So what do I need? What do I, I need to look for the devil. At the same time, guarding my deposit. I need to understand that God has called me as a responsibility in this hour that we're in of the church. It should be the number one. This place where hell is ruling. It's right in your notes. We ought to be displacing where hell is ruling. So wherever we find chaos, we ought to bring the love of God. If you don't want to start in your community, start in your own household. Amen. My son turns in his cell phone, 13 year old, turns his cell phone in uh, at night at 9 o'clock. I have... I have times on his cell phone. We missed that with our daughter. 
And because of that, hell set up in our life. So you got me one time, devil. Won't get me again. The same attitude that we ought to have about hell ruling, the church responsibility is to displace it. Take it out. Right? Number two, we ought to be pressing into the gates where, where hell has set up his dominion. We ought to be pressing into the gates. Why, Pastor? God gave us what? Keys. The keys. There you go. Girl, I'm going to give you an offer before I leave. <laughs> right? He said we ought to be pressing into the gate because when we got keys, hell can't prevail. In other words, there's no persecution that you can't come under that God can't cover. So my reputation, what you say about me, holy woly, this and that, no, I got the keys to access your hell with my heaven. Amen. I want some trouble by the time I leave here. Amen. And number three, the, the last point, the church should be what? Invading, invading, running, attacking, setting the captives free, doing this when? Today. So we go out to the deposit. The truth of Christ inside of our heart. We get activated in the spirit. I'm not just being saved just to go to heaven just to see Jesus. I want to do something for him while I'm here on earth. I want to make as much chaos as possible. My wife said, she said, you know, we're causing all kind of trouble on Simcoe. The club owners don't like us. The hobos don't like us. The homeless don't, well, they love us. We feed them, right? But, but, but we, 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 when there's church... And that's nightclubs. We shine the light while they're in the darkness. And when I leave, and when you leave, God going to say, I gave you this talent. I'm back. What do you have for me? And I can give him more than what he gave me because I displaced hell where it was ruling. That's my message to you guys today in this church, that you guys are activated in the spirit as you understand the state of the church and the responsibility of the church. And then when I come back next time to Eunice, Louisiana, we done multiplied this place with people who are hungry, on fire. You have now one where hell was ruling. Does that make sense? Now, what all I want you to do is to stand up. I want to pray for you guys. If I can do that, amen. Where's security at? Security in the front row? All right, we'll make sure. Praise God. With all seriousness, every head bowed, nobody walking around with all seriousness. So, Father, we thank you today for the word deposited upon our hearts Holy Spirit I'm asking right now that you would activate every person under the sound of my voice to understand the mission vision of what you called us to do I don't want to be just a believer I want to be a serious Christian I want to advance your kingdom on earth so Lord I'm praying today that you would fill me with a type of excitement, that you would ignite my faith not to be the same. But I know deep down inside of me that's more than how I've been living. 
Holy Spirit, fill me up. Give me my purpose with clarity that I may run with the vision. I thank you, Lord, that hell would not rule on my watch. Activate this church. Let us be an invading force factor in Eunice, Louisiana. We thank you that we are going to be a praying people, a hungry people, not settling, but advancing. Father, I pray for every boy, woman, every child, every man to get this message deep down inside of them. Holy Spirit, activate. We need you, Lord, today. We call upon you today. Don't let us be the same, Lord, as Peter got the revelation of who Christ is. Give us visions, give us dreams. Remind your church to be the called out people to eradicate, to be salt and light. And God, we give you all the glory. Now, God, as I pray in this house for any strongholds, any demonic forces, anything that is covering or vexing your people today, Holy Spirit, we call those things done right now. Restore marriages and relationships, God. We pray, God, for supernatural healing and health in a body. We thank you, Lord, that hell can't win in my life. We bless you in advance for all that you're doing. In Jesus' mighty name, if you believe it, shout amen.